I told you I don't do change well and I was thinking do I keep doing an episode a day and continue to talk about my fascia and this that and the other is there anything else that anyone would be interested in hearing about or learning and I thought you know I started this for many reasons and today when I broke down at the hospital physically crying I said screw it I need an outlet I need my voice to be heard and hopefully maybe I can help somebody along the way maybe I can help me my biggest fears and there's a couple you know drowning all because of that movie the abyss uh oh gosh when she had to hold her breath and ed harrison i think that were ed harris had to like swim and take her back fast enough to the submarine and he could heal her and by breathing back into her just one of those things that those things bother me and also turning into my grandmother and dealing with what she dealt with. I've spoken about her before. She's my grandmother on my mother's side. She, you know, we lost count at, I did anyway, and I lost touch at 25 years for her not having a bath. She didn't bathe. And I was just told she didn't because she had a nanny, I guess. She was one of the first children, I guess, in the 20s of divorce back in those days. But now that my friend Jennifer is doing all this Ancestry.com, I'm learning that there were a lot of divorces back in that time period. And a lot of, of people, I mean, a woman sued her husband's parents because he kept them away from each other after they were married and her baby died when she was walking after they threw her out in this horrible snowstorm. And so it's a lot more common than I was led on to believe. Uh, Thank you, Jennifer. But she said her nanny would put her in scalding hot bath water and that's why she didn't like to bathe. She washed her hands from the tip of her fingers to her elbows and the joke in the family, my uncle would say, oh, she secretly wanted to be a medical doctor when she grew up. She didn't brush her teeth. She didn't brush her hair. She was late for everything. My mother has a sad story growing up. That's her story to tell. But there was something wrong with my grandmother and I, I wanted repeatedly, I, I tried, and that kind of put a wedge in the family when I was like, look, I think she needs help, help that we can't give her. And my mother kept taking care, you know, taking groceries to her. This was all before curbside, all before cell phones. So my mother would get a paper list. She'd have to go by and get a paper list for my grandmother. My grandmother got the same things every time but she still had to have a list. My mother did it when it was a really difficult time to do it. It's not in the world of Instacart and cell phones, you know, back in that day. One thing, it was difficult for my mom to keep our home clean and my grandmother's home clean. 
you would go in and I guess her skin, you know, flakes off, you know, you get dry skin going through the air and it would be coated on the furniture. There would be piles of mail because my grandmother couldn't go through them until a certain, even junk mail, until she was able to get through it at her time. They hired cleaning people to come in and help her, and she would pray. She was very religious. She would pray for the cleaning people to come because she just wasn't up to it that day. She never dressed. She never left the house. She became isolated, and my family just let it keep going on. And my mother would always say, Christy, you know, fight off the depression. Fight off. That's what, that's what Granny had. She said that's what she had, depression. She goes, your uncle and I, her brother, are, are, are working through it. You know, they had therapists or medication, but fight the depression is what she told me. She said, you have enough of your father in you that you can fight this. So I've never done the therapy thing well. I had to do it when my shoulder popped out uh, because they thought that I, I guess, was like a drug seeker and they were trying to find out if I was really in pain. And the therapist that I was seeing, I realized, oh my gosh, you just look forward to me coming every week because you're getting your jollies listening to what's going on in my family. And so I got a bad taste in my mouth for therapy. But it's something that I would never deny my son if he needed it, my husband, nor myself. And sometimes I question, you know, today after what happened, my husband's like, I think you need to talk to somebody. And then I thought, that's why I have the podcast. So, as I said, changes, the format change will be coming. I have people that I want to interview. I have things that I want to share. And it's not always about fashion. It might not just be EDS or HEDS. But I feel it's related, and I feel like right now I'm going through something so much more than the doctors realized. So I did a post, you know, asking, hey, does anybody else have these issues? I I need to know. And it's extreme exhaustion. But it's like I can fight it, but my body doesn't let me. It's like the exhaustion, okay, I'm tired, I'll go back to sleep, but I've been able to make appointments. I've been able to keep, you know, getting things going. I make sure the bills are paid before things are cut off. And everybody's like, oh, this is just EDS, it's just EDS. I can't accept that. My biggest fear, and I'm just so scared that I'll get to the point that I don't want to bathe, that I'm begging for the cleaning people not to come. I've already put them off, but it's just I didn't like the way they clean. And then I'm questioning, am I making excuses? I don't know. But I have my mammogram today. And I knew what time it was, and I waited until the last possible minute because I knew they had a 15-minute window. I just didn't want to get up. I wasn't hurting, but I also knew I didn't want to start hurting. And what usually happens when you get up, (laughs) the pain starts to kind of start, right? And things, you know, 
start kind of dominoing and going downhill. And I really try to have a positive attitude, but this is beyond a positive attitude. People brought up some good things in the comments, you know, and things that I've I've called my doctor and I'm like, I need I need to be tested for MCAS. I need you to check my folate. I need you to check my magnesium, my Q10. I need this done. I'm taking the bromide. It seems like it started working. Now I sweat profusely and it seems like it's barely working. And my body is starting to go back into spasms, but it's when my body, it's just, I was hoping, you know, you fix your fascia and everything changes. Well, yes, my, my pain is so much more manageable. I'm able to do so much more. My subluxations are fewer. Today, I felt like my rib popped out when she was doing my mammogram, but I think everything's back in. It hurts a little bit, but I think we're good to go. But because of the breast cancer, I have to do uh, an MRI breast uh, imaging thing, and I have to do the mammogram like every six months. So, because I'm allergic to the tamoxifen, couldn't take it. But I'm more than five years out, and so that's a good thing. But when I got there, and I was in that window time, she called me back and she said, I just want to let you know, your appointment was at 7.45, but they're going to work you in. And I said, thank you so much. I'm very grateful for that. And as I'm filling out my paperwork and she's taking everything, I just start to cry. <laughs> because I could have gotten up out of bed. I could have been on time. But I didn't. I just didn't. I'm trying to pay the bills. I just can't focus. I'm trying to do these exercises. The corrective exercises. They wear me out. Getting up and walking to the kitchen. We've got a small home. Three bedroom brick rancher. It's all I can do. I know it has something to do with the HEDS, but I just don't think that's all of it. I really feel there's something lacking in my body. Whether I'm malnourished, something's not right. And unlike how my grandmother went through life and was allowed to live without bathing, was allowed to eat her Thanksgiving dinner on the toilet, would fall asleep on the toilet, not bathe, not brush her teeth, not, not comb her hair. I mean, she put so much hairspray in her hair, we had to cut, it was like a bird's nest cutting out of her hair. And I don't want to be like that. <laughs> and... When I go see my fasciologist this week, she'll be like, oh, be positive. You're putting yourself in the negative. Cindy Hartman would say the same thing. Oh, you know, it's your mindset. It's the positivity. I'm here to tell you. I've, I've been as positive as I possibly could be. This is beyond positivity, and it sure as hell is not from a lack of trying. 
I've got appointments I've got to get my son to. I'm able. I, I, I can get up and and do things, but it's like for some reason nothing kicks in until it's the end of the night. And yesterday I had such an issue with my stomach. I think sitting on the toilet, I did something to my left side and I could hardly walk. My fascia is great. <laughs> but my biggest fear is not figuring out what this is. And I wish my grandmother had had a better quality of life. I didn't fight hard enough for her. I was just the grandchild. I was pretty much the black sheep of the family. I I refuse to live like that. I refuse to live with stuff not being able to be done until it's just right. I fought so hard to not be bedridden to now have something that I can't seem to shake. It's like I, I was on the upswing. I'm getting back. I, I am. I, I really am. Everything that I've said has changed, has. It's been wonderful. But now I'm dealing with my body just shutting down. It doesn't matter how much I rest. It doesn't matter the supplements. I can't fight this. And I'm just begging the doctors at this point, test me, do my blood work, call them today. I said, I need you to do something. I need your help. This is not me. This is not the normal me. I did everything right the other day. I rested. I did a little bit. I got up. I did my exercises, the weight-bearing ones I have to do every other day. Today, I didn't do so much because I got up and just went right out of bed to for my mammogram. I'll work in some corrective exercises later today. But perhaps you can tell you can't see me. But my right eye is starting to close. And it's getting harder to talk. It hurts to swallow. It kind of hurts to eat. It's like... As soon as it's trying to go down your throat, and that's what she said. <laughs> Excuse me as I choke. <laughs> as, as soon as it goes through your throat, it just feels like it's really hard to, to swallow foods. And I know there's something wrong. And I have to fight it. I'm like, I got myself out of bed. I've got to figure out what what this is. So 
I do intend on sharing every day. Why? Because I I need I need to be able to see something through. I need to be committed. Maybe <laughs> in other senses perhaps. That's for another day. But I started this and whether I lose listeners, gain listeners, I need to keep going forward because I believe that there is someone out there that's suffering as I am. Maybe you can share your tips with me. Maybe we can learn something new together. I was given a lot of ideas. Um, One of my things, somebody brought the vagus nerve. Now, humming is what she recommended because I said that's odd because when I start to feel like I'm going down if I if I yell if I allow myself to yell I start feeling things in my body and she brought up yes humming (laughs) that kind of helps I'm moving papers because I have paperwork of course right here and Emma's coming up so I need to let her Come here, gorgeous, so she can come sit in my lap. And, of course, somebody will be like, well, bitch, get off the podcast. And the 20 minutes you spent talking on blabbering your mouth, you could have been doing paperwork. Well, you know what? I came home from the mammogram. I took a shower. I called the doctors. I paid a bill. I made the attempts to do some things. So I've got some more to do. I'm in the bed on heat. But I just felt like I needed to share. So if this is not the content that you wish to listen to, please just keep following us because that helps. Maybe one day you'll come back. But I need I need this. <laughs> I uh, I need to get my head out of my rear end and and take care of my paperwork and all. I'm looking at it. I plan on getting quite a bit accomplished but of course don't we always say that but now I'm looking at this as something separate than just needing supplements I I think there's something else wrong in addition whether it's MACS uh, I heard something about exercise PME I forget what that is uh, something exercise I had somebody brought that up but it, but it all kind of fits to a T I need to figure out my pace because I, I just haven't been able to figure out my pace but it's kind of hard to figure out your pace when you don't even get out of bed or you don't want to, you know? I make myself get to these appointments, but it's getting bad. And when I broke down at the mammogram office, because I was late and I felt so bad for them to have to work me in, but they were so kind to me, but it was in my control. 
and I didn't control it. And that kind of bummed me out. And I don't want to be at that point that things aren't done. This is so much more than, oh, I'm upset, there's dust. No, I'm okay. I know that the bathroom needs to be done. We need to have a drywall person come in. I've tried to you know, get my husband to help me on that. He kind of helped pick up the slack on some of that today. But there's things that he needs to do. Putting our fence up. We need to you know, do stuff in the bathroom, the tub, stuff that I can't do where I need his help. And it's like if I'm not up and functioning, my family isn't up and functioning. And I I love feeling needed, but there's also a lot of pressure when you already put pressure on yourself. You know, when you're the person that has to remember your medication, your doctor's appointments, and everyone else in the households, but nobody remembers yours. You know, it's, it's, it's scary when you're the person that's navigating the boat and you've got blinders on and then you're responsible for the rest of the people on the boat and you just can't make it happen. I I can't get to that point. So I'm hoping that the doctors will run some blood work and I'll be able to get some answers. But I started this out daily. It's AWOL Zebra for Zebra. I came in and started not to be able to speak now. AWOL Zebra for many reasons. Every day is a day that I feel like I need to share so that I can hopefully come back and look at this and be like, hey, remember when you couldn't do that? Now you can. So I do appreciate you listening. I appreciate you working with me while I figure out which direction I'm going. There is no direction. I have a tattoo that I call it's my compass and there's nothing. It's just a a sun with uh, love, peace, and happiness sign under it. So it's like a compass. And then I went back and got it added. I didn't care for this. The little stars and a moon hanging from it. But I call it my compass. And there's no north in it. Because it's like I have no direction. I'm just, I guess this isn't probably good, directionless but with a purpose because I never know where life is going to take me. Every day, I'm writing a new chapter in my life that I didn't see coming. So I wanna be open to that. So that's the deepness of my tattoo, rather than me going, ah, I just like the peace sign, the love and the smiley face. And I just love the sun and the moon. So there you go. But I had to add some deep meaning to it, right?
for putting my, but I did put it on my wrinkle because of my wrinkle, my ankle, because I figured that will wrinkle far less than the rest of my body, and it will always look like a sun. You know what it looks like when somebody gets something on their stomach, and then they get pregnant, then it comes out, and that beautiful circle smiley face or sun is all shriveled up and doesn't look so darn good. <laughs> Mine won't look like that. It's on the tightest part of my body. And it's a sad, that's that's the tightest part of my body. Wink, wink. My ankle, the skin around it, my tattoo will, for, will forever be young. So stay tuned. Let's see how things are going tomorrow. I appreciate sincerely you being here and sharing your time with me. Thank you for letting me get it out. And thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I hope you're having a lovely day and things are going well for you. Pain minimal? That's with a question mark. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. I truly appreciate you listening. Have a lovely day.